Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Worth Recovery, a podcast featuring women and sex addiction. My name is Amy, I'm the host here, and I'm a sex addict, and I've been sober since December 2nd of 2012. So I, um, we just finished, you know, I live in Utah in the United States, and we just finished celebrating a, one of the big holidays here that we have, and it's the 4th of July, or Independence Day is the name of the holiday here, and it's the day that the colonists, way back, way, way, way back in the day, at the formation in the beginning, before the United States had been founded, the 4th of July, or Independence Day, is the day that the Declaration of Independence was signed. That was uh, a document from some of the representatives of the colonies that had gotten together and wrote a document to the King of England stating we are no longer going to operate as your colony. We want our independence. We want to be our own country. Some of the words in that document that are quoted over and over again are the idea that all mankind has unalienable I can never say this word that all mankind has the unalienable rights there we go meaning like inseparable and right to the rights of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness This time around, this has always been one of my favorite holidays first. This has always been one of my favorite holidays. Um, we, when I was young, yeah, man, we used to, we do fireworks here in the United States, like massive fireworks. I think that most of our country is slightly pyromaniacs, and we do fireworks here. And when I was young, we used to, oh man, this was my dad's favorite holiday, and so... We would always do a big barbecue, the grill hamburgers and hot dogs, and then we would light off fireworks. And I'm sure that my dad saved for months to be able to buy fireworks. We always had a lot. And even as I've gotten older, it's always been one of my favorite holidays. Now, this time around, this last July 4th, had a lot of different meanings for a lot of different reasons. And I want to share with you some of those reasons today and some of the things going on in my head around this idea of independence. So about six or eight months ago, I started a food recovery program. And I have an amazing food recovery sponsor who is incredibly patient with me because this food recovery has been really, really difficult. I have been really struggling on and off with trying to figure out what food sobriety looks like, trying to figure out all sorts of things around food. I feel like food is definitely like my primary core coping mechanism. And so trying to figure out this whole thing, it's just been really difficult. But very early on, my sponsor asked me the question, and I, and I believe she got this from Patrick Carnes um, because she's worked with Patrick Carnes or attended some of his seminars. Um, the question was, how free do you want to be? 
she said when you're considering food and you're considering you know working on secondary addictions and other addictions the question you need to ask yourself is how free do you want to be and although she kind of said it in passing and we talked about it a little bit that question has stuck with me like crazy how free do you want to be how free do you want to be of food how free do you want to be of sex how free do you want to be of addiction in general how free do you want to be of compulsivity compulsive behavior and how free do you want to be i mean it just has so many implications for your life and this idea of freedom how free do i want to be has been a topic in my mind for the last i don't know six or eight months and i've started to notice the areas of my life where i'm not quite free where i'm still fighting where i'm still working where there's still battles that need to happen whether that's emotional sobriety whether that's compulsive behavior whether that's cycles with my family or with friends that i get into that i'm not quite aware of whatever the situation is i've started to notice a lot of these areas in my life where i am not as free as i want to be maybe i'm not free to be myself in a situation maybe i'm not free to act the way that i want to act maybe i'm not free of a compulsive behavior maybe i'm not free to respond in the way that i want to respond because of the unhealthiness of the relationship i'm in whatever it is i've started to notice these areas of my life where i am not as free as i want to be and then when the 4th of july came around and uh and we you know celebrate our independence day I started to think really about the about this holiday about the independence day and about this title of liberty no stop and i started to think about this declaration of independence that we have as a country and it occurred to me that this 4th of july celebration is not a celebration of the war that we won i mean we did win the war but not on the 4th of July and not when we had signed this declaration we were just starting the war we weren't even really kind of at a war yet but we were starting this process of being free starting this process of declaring our independence at the same time i was thinking about this i pulled i was at a meeting and i pulled out my literature my recovery literature and in the front of my book i have listed kind of all my sobriety dates from the very beginning until now and there are lots of dates there are several dates on that list and the very first date though is july 15th of 2011 july 15th 2011 was the first day that i attended a meeting a 12 step meeting and for me as i was thinking about this it felt like the for the day that i declared my independence 
the day that I said no more. I am not going to continue to live in the manner that I am living. I'm not going to continue to be a slave to my compulsive sexual behavior. That I am declaring my independence. And that day just came, barely, and went, and uh, July 15th. And I thought, you know, as a nation here in the United States, we celebrate the day that we declared our independence. I doubt that those signers of the of the Declaration of Independence knew exactly what they were getting into. They probably had some inkling. They probably had some idea. They probably knew it was not going to be just a very simple process. But I don't know that if they really comprehended the war that was going to happen, if they really understood the different things that were going to happen along the way. I don't know that they did. The same with me on July 15th when I attended my first 12-step meeting. (laughs) I really had no idea. I had no idea what was going to happen. I think I thought I had some clue. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be difficult. But at that time in my life, I was still kind of under this layer of denial that other than my addictive behavior, my life was awesome. And so if I could just stop my addictive behavior, then my awesome life would continue. And I don't know that I had exactly full knowledge of what was going to happen over the next, it's been six years now that I've been in recovery. I don't know that I had a clue. Just like I don't know that the declaration, that the signers of the declaration had a clue of exactly what they were going to be in for. And though I celebrate my sobriety date, December 2nd, 2012, most addicts celebrate their sobriety date and they have kind of a sobriety timer and a, and a, um, you know, just an anniversary that they celebrate. I also think that we don't celebrate our declaration, our independence days enough because it's a journey. It is such a journey. It is so different and it's hard. And there's, again, when we sign up, I don't know that we have really any clue of how, of what we're in for. And we sign up and we say, I'm going to be independent. I'm not going to live compulsively anymore. And for some of us, you know, we find sobriety kind of quickly and we go through the process and we have the opportunity to, to be sober and to change. And then we have the opportunity to work on other things that we also need to work on. For some of us, sobriety takes a while to figure out. Sometimes it takes a long time to figure out. Sometimes it's so complex and we've been living in these states of fear and of denial and of trauma response and of PTSD and we've been doing so many things for so long. It takes a while to peel back those layers and be able to figure out how to stay sober and be able to get into place the scaffolding and the networks that we need in order to stay sober. And either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether I have six years of sobriety, whether I'm still figuring out my sobriety. What matters is that I have declared my independence. I have said that no longer am I going to do this. And because of that, I'm going to stick with it 
until I figure it out. I'm going to stick with it until I figure it out. And again, sometimes that's easier for others, for some than others. I, you know, and I have some sobriety in my uh, sex program. I have some sobriety kind of in my um, ACA program, my Adult Children of Alcoholics program. And I'm working on figuring out food sobriety. And, and that's, take, that's a process. That's a process. And one of the things that, that helps me to remember and that helps me stay engaged in that struggle, because it is a struggle, is that I have declared my independence. On July 15th, 2011, I sat in my first 12-step meeting and declared my independence. I said, no longer am I going to be held captive by these compulsive behaviors. No longer am I going to be held captive by trauma responses. No longer am I going to be angry all the time. I'm going to sit in this and I'm going to figure out what is going on. No longer am I going to be broken. I'm going to figure it out. And I'm just really grateful for that day. I'm really grateful for that opportunity. I'm really grateful that I know that I know that date and that I have an opportunity to celebrate it and reflect on it. This past July 15th, just a few days ago, I was, I have been in recovery for six years, six years. And those six years is not a whole lot of time because I've been alive for 41 years. So for 35 years, I have been living in dysfunction of some sort. That was my blinker, by the way, if you can hear that. I switched lanes because I thought the other lane would be quieter, but it's not. So I'm back in this lane. Sorry, back on topic. Okay, 35 years of my life, I have lived in sobriety. No, not in sobriety. 35 years of my life, I have lived in dysfunction and addiction. Whether that was food, whether that was sex, whatever it was, and whether that was just trauma, caretaking, codependence, whatever you want to call it, I have lived 35 years in that part of my life, and I have lived six years in recovery, in trying to figure that out, and in making progress towards that. And that's not a big percentage of my life, if you look at that ratio, 6 to 35 It's not a huge percentage. However, the momentum that I've gained is starting, is still continuing to grow. It was difficult at first, but the more that I live in recovery, the more free I am. The more that momentum comes in my life and things start to shift and things start to change. Things that were, that had a huge hold on me, a hold on my heart, different relationships, different behaviors, different emotions, different feelings that had a huge hold on my heart are lessening, are the grip is letting go. And I'm getting closer and closer to being more and more free, as free as I want to be. And that means that I'm on a lifelong journey to be free, to have the freedom that I want, to not be living as a slave to compulsive behaviors. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful for the opportunity to celebrate that, not only as a country, but also independently in my recovery, to celebrate my six years in recovery, because that is 
amazing to me. Six years going strong. That also means that just recently I celebrated four and a half years of sobriety in my sex program, which I'm super, super grateful for. And as I continue to move forward in other programs, I'll have sobriety there to be able to work through. So I'm just really grateful today. My challenge and question to you today is how free do you want to be? How free do you want to be? And sometimes that takes some time to define, figure out where you're not free. I think I didn't even realize some of the areas of my life where I'm not free. I have relationships where I'm not free to be myself. I have relationships where I'm not free to respond the way that I would like to respond. I am still somewhat captive to food, though I'm working through that. And just this idea of how free financially, mentally, physically do I want to be. And working through that process has been a huge boost in my recovery and helping me to kind of level things up and and change and focus in on, on what needs to happen. And I'm really grateful for that opportunity. So my challenge to you is how free do you want to be? First, you need to identify those areas of your life where you're not free where you're discontent, where there's that feeling of being trapped or that feeling of being stuck. What are those areas? Where are those areas? And then identify what would freedom look like in those areas? How free do you want to be in that area of your life? And then pick one and get started. It's not always easy. In fact, most of the time it's not easy at all, especially for those of us that are addicts because we have that kind of compulsive, addictive tendency or behavior, uh, personality maybe. And so it takes some time to kind of break free of that and give yourself the grace to have time. You know, if you've been in recovery for years and you're still struggling with sobriety, okay, that's fine. Figure it out though. Spend the time. How free do you want to be? Spend the time to figure it out. I encourage you to do that, to spend some time today thinking about an area of your life where you're not quite free, where you're not as free as you want to be. And what would the next step be like in that area of your life to get you more free? That's my challenge today. I hope that you'll take that challenge and that you'll move forward on something in your life today or make a plan to move forward on something in your life soon. And to continually ask yourself that question, how free do you want to be? I hope that you remember that no matter where you're at today, no matter how far you've gone, no matter how far you've come in recovery, no matter how far you think, how shameful you feel, you are 100% worth recovery. If you don't believe that, you can rely on my knowledge because I 100% believe that. If you don't yet, that's fine. Just trust me. Remember that Amy believes that I am worth recovery. I think about you, I pray for you, and I love you. Until next time, Amy.